welcome to the IOD's Director's Briefing Podcast. This podcast is produced by the IOD's Policy Unit and provides timely updates, insights and commentary on the key issues of the day impacting business leaders. Kitty, it's a pleasure to talk to you today about the budget and spending review announcement from the Chancellor of the Exchequer. Um, The budget has been characterised as symbolising a different kind of Conservative government, one that is much more happy to tax and spend compared to its predecessors. Do you think this approach works to the advantage or the disadvantage of business? Uh, Well, you're certainly right uh, uh, by your characterisation. In terms of the effect on business, well, obviously the taxes have to be raised from somewhere. And uh, a very large part of that uh, burden, if you call it, does fall on business, primarily through the decision back in March to introduce a higher rate, well, to raise, to hike up the uh, corporation tax rate from 19% to 25% starting in 2023. But also, of course, with the raise to national insurance that affects employers as much as employees, um, which we saw being introduced in September. So whilst some of the spending um, will be welcome by business, uh, overall, this is a take away from business in terms of higher taxation. It's noticeable that the IOD's Director Confidence Index peaked in the middle of the summer and has continued to move down since then. And I just wonder how that movement down in Director's Confidence is compatible with the very optimistic forecasts which the Office for Budgetary Responsibility has made at the time of the budget, particularly in terms of GDP growth and the public finances. Yes, there's a big disconnect there. So um, our members, when asked, are you feeling optimistic or, pep- or, or, or pessimistic about prospects for the UK economy in the year, in the future, in the next 12 months, um, our data from September suggests that that's a kind of zero answer on balance. So there's as many people people feeling pessimistic as there are optimistic. Um, and that's a big fall from the early summer where there was a kind of euphoria and we had far more people feeling optimistic. But of course, the official budget forecasts are that the economy will continue to grow. And in fact, it's grown faster than expectations at around just over 6% this year um, than we expected back in March. Uh, where there was growth expected, but only around 4%. And it's expected to grow similarly um, robustly into 2022. Um, So why is it that directors of small and medium-sized firms across the UK are feeling anxious about the economy when the official forecasts aren't? And I think this gets to the the heart of the issue um, because with taxes going up and you know sense of instability uh, from a kind of on-off response from government and continually U-turning and changing policies and obviously the much publicised uh, skills and supply shortages. 
Um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a lack of confidence that we fear is beginning to show through into postponing investment d- decisions, which then, of course, become self-fulfilling because if business is not investing, that'll have a negative effect on the economy. Do you think that the Chancellor did enough during the budget to turn round that trend, that downward trend in directors' confidence? I'm not sure that he did because... I think directors are hugely acute, are acutely aware that business taxation has been raised and that obviously has a big impact in how they feel about the future. Having said that, there was an optimistic tone and obviously positive growth forecasts, certainly in the near future, that I think will be slightly reassuring uh, to business. But then again, uh, we have official confirmation that inflation is supposed to, uh, is expected to rise, uh, not accelerate out of control, but certainly uh, rise uh, in uh, across the next year. So take all that together. And I think directors are still feeling nervous about the future, but we'll be watching our own data very closely on that. The government has been talking a lot recently about the need to shift the UK economy to a a high wage, high skill, high productivity economy. Do you think that the budget had anything to say about those objectives? Well, the official forecasts were sadly that after inflation, uh, real wages uh, will be falling a little over the next few years. So it doesn't look like the government's managed to wave a magic wand and move us to a higher wage uh, equilibrium in our economy. Um, And obviously, wages and skills are linked. And there was some announcements in the budget on skills, and they're extremely welcome. More funding for further education, for example. Uh, Shortage skills, entry-level boot camps is another uh, example. But I don't think that it was really the holistic plan to plug skills gaps in our sort of post-EU era that business was really looking to see. So the rhetoric and the reality don't really match there. Another area of government priority and and one that matters a lot, of course, to IUD members around the country is its levelling up agenda. Um, Do you think that the budget did, did much to advance that policy priority? I think the picture here is much more positive. Um, The government's promised a levelling up white paper at the end of the year, so we might get more detail then. But but for now, we saw a very real commitment to uh, replace European Union regional funding with uh, UK funding. Um, We saw the first announcements from the so-called levelling up fund, uh, which funds specific regeneration priorities all across the country. We've seen a renewed commitment uh, to the union and the devolved administrations and making sure that funding goes there. And a lot of investment in local transport, uh, both local railways uh, and also uh, the bus network, which of course is very important to people seeking seeking new opportunities and uh, new jobs outside their current geographic area. So all of that is great. And I noticed that uh, the metropolitan mayors, um, regardless of political party, were, were, were pretty supportive. What seemed to be missing, though, was um, a firm decision on the 
future phases of HS2, the, the high-speed rail link, and in particular um, the eastern spur from Birmingham to Leeds. So that's something to watch in future. Looking forward, what would you say still needs to be done by government in order to make sure that we have a sustainable business recovery? Well, the recovery, the, the, the recovery is um, crucially linked to the level of business investment and the official forecasts um, rely very much on investment bouncing back next year and then settling. And I'm not completely sure that business has seen enough to be fully confident there. We do see investment intentions um, up from the heart of the uh, pandemic, but we also see them falling as confidence uh, falls. So we need to be acutely aware of that. We'd like to see a commitment and support to greater skills investment across the whole e economy rather than just sort of sticking plasters in particular areas uh, as they emerge. We called for, for example, uh, an investment super deduction for human capital um, as well as the existing deduction for uh, investment in plant and machinery. So that's something uh, that we'll continue uh, to push for. Um, but uh, across the board, it's a recognition, I think, that a tax, taxes raised on business will have economic effects. And so if the government has more cash to play with in future years and is considering um, tax cuts, we'd certainly try and keep that firmly on the agenda. Kitty Usher, thank you very much indeed for these reflections on the autumn budget and spending review. Thank you. We hope that you have enjoyed this Director's Briefing podcast. Please do subscribe to our channel to ensure that you are kept up to date on our future podcasts. You can find more information about our work on our website at iod.com forward slash news and on our LinkedIn and Twitter profiles. You can also contact us directly via policy-unit at iod.com. Mm -hmm.